Take three wrestling podcast. It is Thursday, December 7th. How the fuck are we in December? Time is just a false construct anymore. How did we get here? I don't even know anymore, man. If we're being honest about it. Um... I, I salute this uh, this DC Brew uh, joint resolution beer uh, to the the attacks uh, on Pearl Harbor. For those that we lost on that day, we raise our our cold beverages to those uh, on December seventh that anniversary. So cheers to cheers to all of them. All right, so we got a fun one for you today, and to be brutally honest with you, I've kind of talked to Jim about it over the last seven minutes. Uh, a much-needed episode for yours truly. Uh, it's been a hell of a week for the guy over here known as Fat Nash. I'm joined by Fat Hall. Hey, yo. Jimmy Hogan will be here eventually. I don't know when. We'll find out together. It's a mystery. Um, but yeah, uh, we have Wrestlers of the Month from the month of November. We have a deadline preview because that's happening. Uh, I have a fun topic. Um, basically... Who is going to be the next champion? We'll go over that in a little bit. We'll obviously finish with wrestlers of the week. We don't know if Joe has a topic. So we'll see. Um, I will tell you all this. Um, haven't had this conversation yet with Jim and them, uh, but it looks like the January 4th episode will be the awards um, or the 11th. It'll be one of the two. Um, maybe the fourth will go over the topics or the the, the, the categories, and the eleventh will be the actual award show. Um, at that point, we'll also off air start discussing: Do we want to make any changes to the wrestler of the week format um, and our wrestlers of the year stuff? So, um, but that's the uh, that, that's the good housekeeping portion uh, of the episode. Um, let's talk wrestlers of the month because I had a hell of a time trying to track down Joe. To get this done now that I don't work Shocking. with on Mondays anymore. Um, so that was a real kick in the dick. Um, yep, my wife's gonna make a lot of noise here, I think. So, yep, she's gonna make food. Uh, all right, so wrestler of the month for the month of November is the United States champion Logan Paul. Uh, second place was timeless Tony Storm, third place Roman Reigns. Fourth place was Phil from Chicago. Fifth was MJF. I'm sorry. Phil from Chicago and MJF tied for fourth. They both had the same amount of points. The Creed Brothers in sixth. Finn and Damian in seventh. Julia Hart, eight. Rhea Ripples is in nine with Swerve. They tied. Eleventh uh, was Tony Mozzarella and uh, Stax Lorenzo, the family. Seth Rollins, 12. Samoa Joe, 13. Randy Orton, 14. And then there is a four-way tie for 15th between... Uh, team Becky Bianca, whoever the fuck was the captain, uh, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, 
Alex Shelley and the Ring of Honor Pure Wrestling Champion Wheeler Uter. Herm. Herm. For the year, uh, in tenth place, we have a tie between the Nightmare Narcotic that is Cody Rhodes and Finn Balor. In ninth is Becky Lynch. Eighth is Rhea Ripples. Sixth, we have a tie between Sami Zayn and Seth Franklin Rollins. In fifth is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Fourth is Damian Priest. Three is the head of the table, Roman Reigns. That is a change from last month. In second place with his points. Uh, actually, no, it isn't really a change. Precious Squeeze Orange Cassidy is still in second. He's at 111. And the ring, General Gunther, is still in first. 146. Uh, we can formally announce uh, with these results uh, that the ring General Gunther is the Take Three Wrestling Mr. Brody Lee Wrestler of the Year. Nice. Uh, he cannot be caught. Um, Orange Cassidy, even with a 25-point total, can only get to 136. Therefore, it is locked up to deal with the door for Gunt. Uh, but there's a lot of movement uh, still available to get into the top 10. Uh, there's a lot of people in that 45 to 60-point range uh, that are right on the door the, the door of Jey Uso, uh, you know, excuse me, Finn Balor and Cody Rhodes. Um so we got a lot of we got a lot of fun coming up, coming down the stretch, uh, to see who is going to round out that top ten. Um, but we were able to announce tonight that Goon, big Goonth wrestler, of the big year. Goonth. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the the WWE in in, in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three, um, man, start to finish, it's it, it's hard to it's hard to really say anybody had a better year. Um, I mean, honestly, Rhea Ripples is is about the only one that that I could I could say. Um, uh, the the only the one that we could put in the conversation isn't even in the top twenty right now in points, and it's Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, and I mean, I think for Dom, I think it's just his achievements. Although, if you look at and maybe it'll be one of our awards because we have to, and obviously we have to talk about categories. Yep. But when you when you talk about most improved or you know from from year over year the best character the best you know the arguably the biggest heel in the company um Dom's right up there and I think it's just you know and I'm not trying to take anything away from the North American title and I think he's done a great job you know really featuring that in ways that other people haven't but when you have Gunther, who's rewriting the record book on one of the most prestigious titles in the company, it's just not going to match up. It's not going to match up. And again, that's not a slight on Dom because he's been spectacular. Correct. But it's just, you know, it, you're, uh, the achievements are a little less than. I mean, to be fair, I think the only person – that could have competed with Big Goonth, and I don't think that we get the title run of Big Goonth if that man is around, and it's the Tribal Chief if he was there for the entire year. Yeah. Because at that point, he'd be defending the title more in this God run of 18,364 days or whatever the, whatever we're at at this point. Um, so I feel that if if we were really 
doing this, the only person that could arguably contend with Gunt would have been Roman if he had more appearances. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's the biggest star in the company, without question. But I, but I don't think we get two runs like this from heel characters at the same time if both of them are around consistently. Correct. I think they would have... Gunth may still be the Intercontinental Champion as we sit here uh, on the day of our Lord and Savior, December 7th, 2023, but he may have lost that title and won it back at some point. I don't know that he's on a record for longest title run at that point. Right. Right. Yeah, so that's uh, that's Wrestlers of the Month. Uh, at the end of this week's show, we'll obviously do our Wrestlers of the Week for the week that was. So... Uh, Jim, you have the floor for topic number one. It is time to go to a deadline. Yeah, this Saturday, um, December the 9th at the Total Mortgage Arena in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I believe that's where the Beautiful. the Beautiful. Islanders, the Bridgeport Islanders, formerly the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, before they went super fucking lame uh, with the rebranding of that AHL franchise. Um, but we got uh, we got seven matches. On the docket for this Saturday night, NXT deadline. Um, what's that? Really? Seven? Well, one's a pre-show. Still. So six. Uh, these NXT cards have been bigger. Um, Survivor, I thought it would have probably have been. I mean, you the two. The, well, there's a, a regular singles match. There's a steel cage. Um, you know, those might be like. Those might be ten-ish minutes. Minutes. Um, you'll start yeah. with one Iron Survivor. You move that cage up out of the way, and then, yeah, makes sense. All right. Um, let's start with the pre-show match. Axiom taking on Nathan Fraser. This is like the fifth time these guys have wrestled, and all of them have been great. Um, there's not really a heel. There's not really a face in this. Um. I like masks, so give me Axiom. Yeah, maybe I'll just be different, and I'll take Nathan Fraser. I got nothing. But, I mean, I think match is good. But that's that's kind of about it. Um, Steel Cage, or no, let's go to the singles match. Carmelo Hayes taking on Lexus King in his and uh, premium live event debut. Could there be any more of a guy that I want to punch in the face than I drive a Lexus King? I mean, isn't that the point of him though? Like he's he's supposed to be unlikable, I think. But it's, but it's not. But it's it's it's. But I don't feel like it's that. I feel like he just has that face that I want to punch. I mean, he does have a punchable face. I'm not gonna lie. I, he is him, and he don't miss. Jimmy Mello. I'll go Lexus. I think he needs it more. Um, I mean, Mello's Mello. The the resume is there. I think this is going to help uh, boost the NXT career of, uh, of of Lexus King for now. Probably. I just. That, yeah. Um, all right. No, don't miss. Uh, Steel Cage match. Roxanne Perez taking on Kiana James. Can somebody explain to me why this is in a cage? I couldn't tell you. If I'm being honest with you, I, I don't know well, the less. I've actually watched an episode or two of NXT recently. And I don't understand why it's in a cage. 
I don't know, but I mean, these two in a cage, I think we all win. Hold on. Joe is texting me. Like I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I don't either. Uh but with that being said, I will take uh Roxanne Perez. Yeah, I gotta go Roxanne as well. Um she just she recently came back, right? Like she was away for a minute. Yes. Yeah. So I think this is um is good kind of a relaunch for her. So I'd say, yeah, I think she's gotta get back in the fold here. Um, then we have the singles match for the North American Championship. Dirty Dom defending against Dragon Lee, taking the place of Wes Lee. Um, first off, man, um, heartbreaking stuff with, with Wes Lee. Um, we, with the, uh, the back injury and needing back surgery and, uh, missing at least, it looks to be about 10 to 12 months, uh, coming up here, um, we, the three CT guys, we've, we've known Wesley, uh, since his Desmond Xavier days back on the Indies. Um, he's been a, a guest on our show multiple times, literally probably one of the nicest guys, um, we've come across. Um, so this one, this one sucks big time. Um, it's, it's been a, been a minute since we've come across him at all. Uh, obviously since he's, he's made it that he's been in the NXT, system there for a while but uh certainly wish him the absolute best because that one uh that one really really sucks um but yeah uh dom versus dragon lee mike uh yeah um the the pure heartbreak on wes's face during the promo you could tell um that that one hurt um you know obviously we we wish the best we wish for a speedy and healthy recovery and hopefully we get to see him uh entertain us again in the, in, in, as soon as possible um in that regards so but um that being said um i think the time of main roster members holding nxt championships is coming to an end um but that being said i think dragon lee is more of a nxt guy right now than he is a main roster guy i know he had the match with santos escobar and things like that um, but give me Dragon Lee to, to take the title off of Dom here so Dom can go focus on Judgment Day business. Um, if this was Wesley, I think I think Wesley would have won. Um, I think they'll run Dom with this. Maybe they'll do it. Uh, is, do they, I guess, do they do anything rumble weekend or they have, so they have vengeance day. I think they'll run him out to vengeance day, um, as, uh, as champ and have him lose it there. Nothing against dragon Lee, but I think he's also main roster ish bound. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. I feel like he is, but he isn't kind of like he, like he's had the feud with, 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 with Santos and. You know, for Ray to come on the screen and, uh, at this week's NXT to be the one to announce that it's Dragon Lee, it just it, it just gave me weird vibes that I feel like he's gonna win the title. He may lose it at Vengeance Day to someone. That's fair. I mean, he's he's technically on the SmackDown roster now, okay. um, so I think we're in that same boat. So for me, I guess I'm kind of just like, let's just keep it on Dom for another month or two and. I just feel like we have more heels on the NXT roster that 
could win the title from Dragon Lee. That's fair. Then he just could win it from Dominic Mysterio. So I guess that's maybe that's why I'm. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Yeah. Um, I think we're all kind of in agreement that yeah, it's it's we're we're soon kind of working our way towards. Vengeance Day, I feel, is at the hard reset. Yeah, changing the landscape a bit in NXT. Um, all right, singles match for the NXT Championship. Ilya Dragunov defending against Baron Corbin. The lone wolf walks alone, and he walks out of Bridgeport, the NXT champion. Dude, I love it. I, I picked Corbin <laughs> on 3CT. Corbin. I'm picking him again, man. I love me some Baron Corbin. Give that man some titles. Give that man the flowers. 100% give me Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um, this, and and I, I can't take full credit for this because I was watching YouTube and was watching uh, one of the TikTok guys, Santi, does his long-form stuff on on YouTube. And I was watching something, and they're talking about uh, the titles and, and, and potential things that need to happen over the next couple months uh, for certain things. Um, there's a show coming up in Berlin around August time of next year. Um, if you want Ilya Dragunov and Gunther to both be main guys, whether they're fighting each other or whether they're just two guys that are going to have matches on that show, you kind of need to get, uh, hold on, Joe's trying to get into my house and my wife locked the door. Oh, oh, he's in. Sick, I don't get up. Um, <laughs> So, with that being said, I feel like you need to put Dragunov on the main roster as soon as you can. There's folding chairs over by the table. Um, with that being said, with that, I, I feel that you got to get the NXT title off of Dragunov to get him on the main roster if we're going to do this with the NXT North American title. So, I think it makes sense that Baron Corbin, a guy who's kind of revitalized himself as a member of the NXT roster, um, would be the one to take the title off of him. Because I don't see Corbin coming off of the NXT roster uh, for the foreseeable future. So I'll take the lone wolf to walk out of Bridgeport as the champ. Yeah, I, I love uh, I love Corbin winning that one as well. Uh, Joe, uh, Ilya defending against – what's that? You want to rapid fire them to him and let him pick? Yeah, well, let's get this one, and then I'll work back through the other ones. Um, Ilya Dragunov defending the NXT title against Baron Corbin. Did you guys hear how Shawn Michaels was like, yo, not to blow my own pipe, but NXT is the best booked wrestling company on television today, right now. I mean... Did he say that with his good eye or his cross eye? I think he said it, like, firmly with both eyes, but only the good The eye X eye. in DX is his field of vision. The X in NXT is his fucking line of sight. Um, I mean, first off, on like a media call, I don't hate him saying it. Second yeah. off, do you think it's true? I, I I don't know that he's that far off. Yeah, I've heard people say stupider things. I mean, here's the deal: the only competition that he would have would be on Mondays or Fridays at eight p.m. on Fox. It's either Raw or SmackDown. Because it's certainly not coming from Jacksonville. No. Um, yeah, so I don't hate it. I don't hate it, that's for sure. Um, but uh, 
Okay, wait, so wait, who's who's the match against what? Uh, Ilya Dragunov defending the NXT title against Baron Corbin. I'm going to take Dragunov because I, I don't want to live in a world where Baron Corbin is the NXT world you champion. You shut your mouth. Let's go, Corbin. Uh, all right, the uh, let's rapid fire um, these ones that we've already gone over. Axiom against Nathan Fraser on the pre-show. Axiom, I like that, man. All right, uh, Carmelo Hayes versus Lexus King. The fuck? A.K.A. Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, that's a match. Ooh. I don't, I don't see how you have Brian Pillman Jr. losing his first... PLA, right? So that's where I'm at. With him taking the win. All right, but Rock. Doesn't that push the line a little further towards Carmelo turning? That too. Uh, Roxanne Perez versus Kiana James. See, the thing you got to realize is Carmelo Hayes has to lose because Shawn Michaels is the best booker of all time. Just putting that out there. I think he might at least be in the conversation for best booker of 2023. He won't win the award. No. Well, he will win. People, he, people, people don't know how to vote properly. I was like, he won't I was say, I mean, Tony's going to win the award again, but that's he won't win the Dave Meltzer award. I got to go in this direction with the jerk off. He won't. He won't win that award, but like he might win our award. Oh, well, there you go. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, wait. So who Trish Stratus? Wait, what was, who's who did I just? Uh, Roxanne Perez versus Keanu James. Inside oh. of a fifteen foot high steel. Roxanne Perez. <laughs> All right. Um, Dirty Dominic Mysterio defending the North American title against Dragon Lee. Yo, this is a banger of a match. And Mysterio Ray, I got to be more clear yeah. about that, is supposed to be in Dragon Lee's corner, too. Did you Did you know that Dragon Lee is fighting for the honor of his brother, Wesley? Uh, they're, they're, they're second cousins, but yeah. Fam, fam, family bond. Family bond. How can who's we not, your, wait, who's Lee actually brother? How can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Who's his actual brother? Because like he's got a wrestling brother. Is it is it Roosh? I think so. It might be Roosh. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like Dirty Dom is losing the belt yet, so I'm gonna take him. Cool. I'm the only one that's taking Dragon Lee. Let's go, baby. I, I want Dragon Lee to win. Does that count? There you go. Uh -oh. Um. All right. Now we have the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. To determine the number one contender for the NXT Women's title, Tiffany Stratton, Lash Legend, Blair Davenport, Kelani Jordan, and Fallon Henley. Oh, this is that like Iron Man match where there's also like every five minutes they enter. Oh, right, right, right. But and there's like there's a, a timeout, like like you lose a pinfall and then you you're like in the penalty box for five minutes or something, right? I think it's two minutes, but but there's a penalty box. I'm not crazy. I, I don't know. Yeah, you get two minutes for high sticking or something like that. No, no, right? no, no hey, no blood. No there's blood a real on the chance, high stick. There's a real chance I'm getting this confused with King of the Mountains. So someone needs to look up the rules real fast. It's like think No, there there definitely there definitely is um yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely a cage. Well, see, this is why Shawn Michaels is the best booker of all time. He's ripping off Jeff Jarrett's ideas. <laughs> like, but only great. the good ones. Great. All right. So these were, yeah, these are the rules. 25 minute time limit with five superstars competing to become number one contender. Two superstars start the match. Every five minutes, a new superstar will enter until all competitors are in the ring. 
Falls can be won at any time via pinfall, submission, disqualification. When a superstar scores a fall, they will earn a point. When a superstar loses a fall, that superstar is forced out of the ring and into the penalty box for 90 seconds before they can re-enter the match. Superstar who has scored the most falls when the clock hits 25 minutes will be named the Iron Survivor and become the number one contender for the NXT and NXT Women's Championships. Okay. There we go. So who's in the women's one? It is Tiffany Stratton, Lash Legend, Blair Davenport, Kalani Jordan, and Fallon Henley. Tiffany Stratton. Boom. All right, Michael. You took the easy route, but I don't think she needs to be in the title picture. I'm going to take someone who needs to be in the title picture. It is going to be, spoiler alert, the next NXT Women's Champion, Lair Davenport. I like it. I like it. Um, it would have been Stratton. It's who I picked on 3CT in the interest of being different. Um, I will go with uh, who just won the number last uh, last spot in the match, Fallon Henley. You know, it would have been funny just now if, you know how like you were, you when you asked me for my vote, you're like Joe, and then you're like Mike. It would have been funny if then you were like Jim, <laughs> and then you said your answer. Like, ah, well, fuck it. Um, all right, and last one, men's Iron Survivor challenge determined number one contender for the NXT championship. Dijak, Trick Williams, Josh Briggs, Braun Breaker, and Tyler Bate. Uh Michael. Huh. Whoop that trick. Give me Trick Williams. Very nice, Joe. Yeah, it's totally Trick Williams. Uh, in the interest of being different. Not that he needs to any be anywhere near there, but I'll go Braun Breaker just to be different. Uh, but I I, 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 do, I do agree that I think it should be Trick. Corbin versus Trick Williams would be a fun match. Uh, yeah, very much so. Very I, much I, so. I um. All right, yeah, that's uh, that is NXT deadline again this Saturday night, uh, Total Mortgage Arena, Bridgeport, Connecticut. I assume that's an eight o'clock start because it's WWE Premium Live events. Beautiful this time of year. Um, so you'll be uh, you'll have plenty of rest from the Army Navy game Saturday afternoon. So uh, yeah, this Saturday. What's the over under in that game? Twelve. I think we we did it the other day. I think it's thirty four. Weather's going to be nice, though. Weather's going to be nice. Somehow the over-under was more than the game that the New England Patriots played today. Yeah, yeah. There's football on tonight. Don't worry, you didn't miss anything. No, but I didn't set my fantasy team. Buddy, you didn't miss anything. If if you're starting a member of the Patriots or the Steelers, we need to have a conversation. Yo, Zeke Elliott had a good night, though. Zeke Zeke had had a good night. Hunter Henry had a great night. He had two touchdowns. Yeah. Other than that. I feel bad. Zappy at this point, bud. What the fuck happened to your quarterback? Isn't that just a whole woman? Uh, no, that's a, that's the new starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Wait, there's men named Bailey. You've never heard that? I've never heard of a man named Bailey. Huh. All right. All right. So that's rest. Uh, that's the uh, deadline preview. Uh, my topic for this week's show is. Don't worry, uh, I do have a topic. Thank God. It's a good one too. Uh, who are the next champions? Uh, 
Jim put in the scroll box in WWE. Um, I did put the NXT title or the 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 AEW title too. Um, if we want to move that to next week, we can. We'll just we'll, we'll do these fairly rapid fire. So we'll th- we'll just see what happens at the end. Um, so let's start black and gold brand, bioluminescent brand, NXT paintball. Uh, I've told you that I believe that Baron Corbin is walking out of Bridgeport, Connecticut, as the next NXT World Champion. Uh, you guys, give me your next champions uh, to round this out. Joe, I'll start with you. Honestly, I my idea is just put the title on me. I think I'd make a great champion. I think I would be defending, reigning. I'd even let Roxana Perez get a shot because I think I could actually probably take her. So she'd kick your ass, probably a little bit. She no, no, she definitely would. She'd kick your ass. I love every minute of it. <laughs> um, I, I want to say Trick Williams, but I don't know that the story is there yet where Trick wins the title. Like I, I think there might be a champion in between Ilya and Trick. I don't know who I'm trying to think of. Who I think that person is. It's not Carmelo because that doesn't make sense for the story. It could be Braun Breaker before he leaves to go elsewhere. Especially, well, no, I guess then if Baron Corbin wins, then then Baron's the in between. Um, let's go out on a really crazy limb. Oh, don't go Lexus Toyota. No, no, Tyler Bate. We're talking NXT title? Yeah, NXT championship. Uh, oh, I have Baron Corbin winning on Saturday. So, so yeah, I'm in on Baron Corbin. Let's go, Baron. You wouldn't rather live in a world where Tyler Bates the champion. I would rather live in a world where we finally pay off the man who's done more for his career since going to NXT than a guy who got wasted on the fucking uh, UK brand that we forgot that he was even part of the NXT brand. Buddy, up until about three days ago... You couldn't have told me that Tyler Bate was still under contract. That's fair. It's about, which is all the more reason to put the title on him. Let's give Baron Corbin some love. Maybe he can maybe he can beat Baron Corbin. Uh NXT tag team champions. Uh currently it's uh Tony Mozzarell and Stax Gabagoo, uh the family. Um Jim, who do you see uh dethroning the family? Um my God, I don't even know any tag teams in <laughs> yeah. like, fucking NXT, um, with the exception of the Chase U people. So I'm going to say Chase U in the interest of not knowing anyone else in that fucking brand. I'm going to I'm gonna go with an even safer answer. I think it's a team that isn't even on the roster yet officially. Yeah, I think they're just either going to like bring two guys together that are kind of doing nothing, and I don't watch the NXT enough to be able to suggest those two guys. Maybe Axiom is one of them because he ain't doing anything, and honestly, he should be a lot more popular. But yeah, I could see them pairing two guys together or even bringing two guys up and putting them on TV and letting this be how they debut because as Jim kind of illustrated just now, the tag division isn't exactly what it was even a month or two ago. So they obviously need to rebuild it in some capacity. I mean, 
you knew losing the Creed brothers was going to cause that situation. With you... arms wide open. <laughs> I, obviously, there's there's just room for some new teams there. So, By the way, a complete sidebar. Did hmm. you guys see this video on TikTok of the guy who gets busted um, like messaging a fake Liv Morgan account on Snapchat and his fucking old yes. lady? <laughs> Joe, have you seen this? I have not. All right, watch it later. I'm sending it to you guys right now. I saw it pop up on, on Twitter earlier. Yeah, this guy, like, it's one of these, like, stop and interview people, um, like, in the mall videos, and this dude's like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, you know, uh, you know, do, do you guys trust each other? How long have you been together? And he's like, eight years. And uh, he's like, all right, we'll switch each other's phones and, like, do the, like, you know, look through, scroll through her phone. And, uh, he, like, the guy looks through the the wife's phone she's clear and like then she starts looking through his and the guy's like what about snapchat and like you see this like oh shit kind of wipe over the dude's face <laughs> and like they like start going through his fucking snapchat and he was like messaging <clears throat> this fake live morgan account and like just talking all this like fucking shit and like the wife's just like i don't need to look through this anymore because oh I, my yeah, god dude. and like the dude fucking glares at this guy doing the video and i'm just like Yo, you just got caught, bro. I, yeah. You literally, like, you were dumb enough. If you were doing that, you were dumb enough when that guy's like, hey, you want to do this video? And the minute they're like, you know, well, you know, do you guys trust? Them? Like, this is fucking dumb. And I would just walk up. Like, what do you, like, I'm not going to play along with your stupid internet video. But, yeah, watch it. And then when you have a chance, it's pretty fucking hilarious. <clears throat> Yo, that guy, it sucks for that guy, too, because not only did he get in trouble, he wasn't even talking to the real Morgan. <laughs> He was probably talking to some dude. Yeah. Some like 80-year-old guy. No, no some, 80. Some, 40, some 44-year-old dude living in his mom's basement. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Um, my, my, my next NXT Tag Team Champions is a team that has been on the main roster before and is currently resurging themselves with a knockoff of the American Wolves scratch marks on their chest. Uh, Joe's favorite tag team, uh, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, Los Lotharios. I forgot they were there. Well, that's right, they yeah. are there. <clears throat> There's little scratch marks on their chest, like they're part of like Impact Wrestling American Wolves. Oh my god, what are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? Can we just call them the Latino Wolves? No, you know what? We already had the Havana Pitbulls, so I guess the La we the, can't the, really... Latin, the Latin American. Oops, sorry, that's another Impact Wrestling tag team. My bad. That's Damn. Only... Although Shawn Michaels, the greatest booker of all time, does like taking ideas from Jeff Jarrett, so maybe maybe they can become the Latin American Express Exchange. Exchange is what they were whenever they were in at, uh, TNA. Um, all right. North American title, uh, I mentioned that I think Dragon Lee is going to walk out of uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut as the NXT North American champion. Uh, Jim, who is your selection to take the title off of Dirty Dom? Um, man, I want to say Lexus King in the worst way, um, but it's like a heel taking it off of a heel. Yeah. Um. Like you put the Hakuna and the Matata. I'm almost cool with this being, and if it's not going to be Dragon Lee, 
I'm almost cool with this being Axiom or something, and an Axiom losing it. You know what? Lexus. I'll I'll go and I'll go Lexus King. I'll say it happens in a ladder match at Vengeance Day. Okay, that works too. My turn. Yeah, I feel like let's finally go somewhere with this guy. Let's put it on Djokovic. Donovan Dijak. That guy. I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? Was that not close? That used to be his name. Donovan Dijakovic used to be his name. I was so, I was close. Buddy, I thought you said Martina Navratilova. (laughs) Fuck. Didn't she play tennis? Yes, you got that one right, actually. Yes. Uh, All right, NXT Women's Championship currently held uh, by... She played against Billy D. Williams in the Battle of the Sexes. I think it was John McEnroe. Okay. Close I enough. Could, I could be wrong. Close enough. Um, who the hell is the NXT Women's Champion again? That's a great it's question. not... It's a face. Yeah. It's not... Cal- Lyra or... Valkyria. Oh, oh, that's right. Lyra. Lyra the Valkyrie. Uh, Joseph, who is your selection... To take the belt off of Ryra. I'm going to say Roxana Perez because I think she's always the right answer for everything women's related in NXT. Roxanne. I mean, you're not wrong. You don't have to put on the So every time I hear Lyra Valkyria, it, she is not what I would picture her to be. No. Does she have a unibrow? No. Then she's already not what I could picture her to be. But she's not the one with the unibrow? Who's that bitch? Who that bitch? She's having a unibrow. Oh my god! This is not, this is not my topic for later tonight. But at some point, we're gonna do a game where it's like, guess who, and we're gonna call it "Who That Bitch." Who that you, bitch? you can have a photo. There's, of there's, there's a wait. You're saying there's a woman with a unibrow in NXT? There is. I'm not crazy, am I? I she think looks you, like German. Uh, I think you might be crazy, Joe. I'm gonna look photos up. I mean, here wait, are you talking about the Rock's daughter? She doesn't have a. No, but her eyebrows could use some love. Um, I said that I think Blair Davenport is the next uh, women's champion when we talked about the Iron Survivor Challenge. I'm not going to change my mind now. Uh, give me Blair Davenport to take the title off of Lara. Um, Jim. Man, I I couldn't be more disconnected from the NXT brand than... I am so. Uh, do it all for that donk. Give me the Gigi Dolan. Hell yeah! I mean, respectfully. Would respectfully. Respectfully, and okay. a little, and also a little disrespectfully. A hundred percent disrespectfully. Her and Sky Blue. Let's go. Maybe it's someone in AEW. Probably. I'm going to go look up their eyebrows. All right. Uh, let's move over to the main roster. Uh, we'll start women's tag team titles. Current champions, Chelsea Green and Pips. Piper Niven. Um, I, I'm just stealing Joe because he's looking at eyebrows. Um, anyways. I predicted this um, when we were talking about our WrestleMania card last week. So I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Okay, I'm going to go a little different because I think this person's end game 
is not to be part of where they're at right now. Uh, I believe that whenever the breakup occurs, that the stepchild left out in the dark is going to be Dakota Kai. She's not going to know which way to go. She's got a friend that she turned her back on a couple years ago as we walked into war games. Tegan Knox, who has become a fairly decent tag team wrestler with Natty. Uh, give me, give me the re the, the the reemergence of Team Kick, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox to win the uh, the tag titles. Probably WrestleMania weekend, because um, I think that's the earliest that we see Dakota back in that in that thought process. Nice. I am gonna take the Kabuki Warriors. I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't, I don't hate Bangkok Dangerous winning the tag titles. Y'all know who the hell Leela Gray is? Layla? Yeah. The Sasha Banks wannabe? I, I was going to say, she looks like Wish.com Sasha Banks. Yeah. Legit, legit Layla Gray or whatever the fucker. Yeah. Jim, he's trying to show you Sasha Banks light. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Wish.com. We have Sasha Banks at home. That's a bad wig. You can tell. Look at that weave. Well, I, I mean, I guess they finally, maybe they're finally realizing they're never going to get Mercedes Mo- Monet in AEW. So, because I would, uh, I would put hard money on Sasha Banks being in, in the Royal Rumble this year. You'd put hard something on Sasha Banks. I mean, if she does that Sailor Moon gimmick again, Not wrong. <laughs> I, I learned something about myself at that Royal Rumble. <laughs> she like came out, and I was like. I didn't know that about myself. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know, but now I do. I get it. If Austin Theory came out dressed like Lionel from Thundercats, I'd have some questions about my entire childhood. So I understand completely. Like, I feel things. What, what is happening? <laughs> uh, all right. The current women's title held by Rhea Ripples. Nobody. She just retires it. <laughs> <laughs> um it's a hard one man yeah that's that's tough that's tough i like i just there's nobody that i could like like i just don't see anybody beating her like is that that's a that's a problem right like that's a wwe problem the sad thing is at this point, because of how big she is and how long she's held the belt, you want it to be that, like, oh, it's going to make this person title win. But there's nobody, it feels like, in the pipeline Mm-mm. that deserves that level of being made right now. So I, I almost think you go with, like, Becky Lynch just because, like, fuck it, it's believable. Or, like, and I hate to be this way, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Like... They've had great matches, so I guess that's going to be my pick because I I can't like am I gonna like what am I gonna say Candice LeRae like can you see that anytime no. in the next fucking how long has Roman Reigns held the title like seriously and I'm not trying well, to shit on well, Candice but like you know like there's not even anyone in NXT and I think NXT has a fantastic women's division yeah I mean like Cora like Cora Jade's a badass like even if she comes up. But, like, can you look at Cora Jade and go, yeah, she's the one? Like, no, sorry. The only way you get away with that, and especially the reason why it would work with Cora and maybe even, like, Roxana Perez, always the right answer, 
is the size difference because you could run the whole like it's her first night on the main roster she gets the random title shot where Rhea is totally like i know i'm beating you it's the one two three kid angle right i know i'm beating you i know i have you homegirl gets the roll up gets the win somehow and now you've got a new champion Rhea's shocked you've just made this person Mm. it actually works as a scenario i don't think that they're going to do it no I don't think, yeah. either one of those two women it would totally work yeah i guess i'm going to pick charlotte just because like it's 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 a match that i mean we're going to see her get that title at some point anyway so i guess just do it get her another one on her list she gets to win that title and it's not going to hurt Rhea. i'm gonna go becky same same reasoning more or less Monet, Rebecca Monet, Mercedes Monet will be oh, the Re- Rebecca De Mornay. Is her yeah, name. Yeah, see, oh gosh, you just got to use your brain. I was like, it was something. Uh, I I think there isn't someone that makes sense to beat her right now. If it is, it's Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair. Yeah, but you're not making Mercedes Monet. But you are going to introduce her to a group of fans yeah. who do not know who she is. And she's a big return. She's a big yeah, it's no, a she big fits moment. That. You know what's interesting about this take for all of us right now? It almost highlights how Bailey doesn't get her due. Because we just named three of the four horsewomen as being the only believable ones. Actually, I was just thinking about this. Like, I, <clears throat> I was thinking about changing my answer to Bailey because, like, she's really? cl- she's clearly getting moved on from from damage control. I, I was actually going to use her for the answer of who takes the title off of Eo Sky, which is where I was going next. Gotcha. And she was going to be my pick because I feel that inevitably when she breaks away from damage control, I think she takes the title off of Eo. I, I could see that. Okay, yeah. So I, I, yeah. In the back pocket, and that's why I didn't mention her for Rhea. I don't feel because... like she would fit against Rhea right now anyway. Like, So, like, in my scenario, it's like, okay, she breaks off from damage control. She wins the Rumble in, in the midst of face turn. Then she, you know, she calls her shot. She wants Rhea Ripley. Which again, it kind of goes away from where the storyline would go. But if you want to include her in the in the in the Rhea situation, that's a believable way to get her in. See, that's that's kind of what I was. If, if she was to win at Elimination Chamber, if she was to win the Rumble, I don't think she's ever not calling out the person who turned her back on her. Sure, sure. Yeah. So that's why I said I think she's the one that takes the title off the EO. I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, I'm in on that more more than I am the other one, but yes. Uh, Joe, your person to take the title off of EO Scott. Um, so that's SmackDown. SmackDown. It's Charlotte Flair because I, I very, very much believe we're going to end up with Charlotte versus Jade Cargill for that belt at WrestleMania. I mean, Bailey could win it from her before and then lose it to, to Charlotte. She could. I honestly, I could see a world where Bailey's like the cause of EO losing it to Charlotte. So, and because I like you, you don't need a title belt on Bailey versus EO. No. Or like Bailey and someone versus damage control. Like, you know, like there's a world where you do a six woman tag match at WrestleMania and it's like Bailey and name a team i don't know i mean honestly if it's oh here you go if if it's not mercedes taking on 
somebody for the title, if it's Mercedes Monet and Bailey versus Asuka and Kyrie Sane. Yo, you know, it'd be crazy, actually, if you don't have Becky involved in the Raw Women's title. Like, you have Bailey basically, like, hey, I called my, I have friends too, kind of like, uh, I have old friends, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. get the four horsewomen back together, essentially. You can even have the three of them come out in Charlotte's Corner in the main event. The reason why I don't think it's Charlotte is because while I agree with you that I think the Jade Cargill match is coming eventually, I don't think it's in Philadelphia. Okay. I don't think that Jade's going to be ready. Okay. I think Jade Cargill blitzkrieg some souls going out of Summerfest next year, wins the Rumble in 2025, and is in one of the main events in insert WrestleMania 41 location here. Again, Charlotte Flair. Okay. I, yeah. I, I think that makes the most sense because then you have the most comfortable in-ring version of Jade Cargill that you probably ever will have. Um, All right, let's shift over the United States Championship, which is currently held by uh, internet mogul star Logan Paul. Joseph? This is LA Knight's title for the taking. Yeah! Yeah, we're, we're repeating. Yeah! Dummy, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's, I. There's no other way. Honestly, the easiest one. Like, if the Raw Women's Title is the hardest one, that's the easiest one. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. This sim- simple, simple, simple. Uh, all right, we'll go to the other mid card title on that show. We will go to the Intercontinental Champion, held by the uh, Mister Brody Lee Wrestler of the Year, as officially locked up uh, earlier this week. The Ring General Gunter. <sighs> Who? Goons. Oh yeah. I thought Joe I thought Joe gave an answer. Oh, I don't know. This is a hard one. Yeah, this this one's tough, man. Because again, this, it's it's this may be the toughest one that we do. Because whomever defeats Gunther should really be skyrocketed to a position. Yeah. But the problem is, I don't know that there's that person and they, they, they right can't, now that needs that. And they can't be low enough on the card that it's not a good loss. You know what I mean? Correct. So, like, so it can't be Drew like McIntyre. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, does a Drew McIntyre need to be rocket shipped? To the to the whatever. No, I got it. I got it. Does oh, oh. does Brock would would that complete a, a triple crown for Brock? Yes. Just saying. I believe so. Just just saying. And I think this depends on because I don't think Gunther's losing the title anytime soon. Like I don't even think he's losing it at Mania. So you still have time to build this person up a little bit more. So I'm going to say it's tentative depending on the reaction that this man gets over the next couple of months because I think they're going to highlight him a lot over these next few months. Our truth No, but I love that. 
Dragon Lee. Because I think that they're putting their money in on we've got the next Rey Mysterio here in Dragon Lee. And I think you're going to push him to the moon sooner than later as long as the audience is having that reaction to him. Which is why I say I think it's tentative and let's see what he does at WrestleMania. Let's see what he does at Royal Rumble. Let's see what he does you know, for the next few months where maybe we're getting to SummerSlam and he's ready for that. But it it's also very possible where he doesn't hit and then it doesn't make sense to go with him. But I think you've got like about a four or five month window of can this guy actually be selling t-shirts like he's Rey Mysterio or is he just another in a long line of we tried to have another Rey Mysterio. So that that's kind of where I'm at with him. Uh, for similar reasons, obviously not the Rey Mysterio, you'll understand it in a second, um, but in terms of like building up a new star and, and, and kind of giving a push um, over the next, um, you know, so many months until it's time to, to pull it off of Gunther. Um, but it's the guy I think Triple H likes a lot, and you've seen it in some of the booking recently, uh, Bronson Reed. I was thinking him too. He he crossed my mind before I went with uh, Dragon Lee. You know, you mentioned calling Brock Lesnar. We all fail to realize that the person that could beat Rhea for the women's world title is Brock Lesnar's daughter, Brockette Lesnar. Fucking... I don't know if that's her name. I don't know her name. But that's Brock Lesnar in a fucking wig. Fucking terrifying, man. Like... Is Sable her mom? That I don't. Uh, that I don't know. That I don't know. Um, that would be like the biggest loss in gene history. Uh, let's. Like your fucking chromosomes went all in. His, his daughter's name is Maya. It's definitely him in a fucking wig. Maya Lesnar. Um, he and Sable married in '06. So, so no. that wouldn't the timeline wouldn't add up because this daughter yeah. this daughter is like a junior in college. Yeah. So no. Okay. It's, that so this makes would be a lot to his first first wife, or just a concubine. Um, could it be a clone? No. It, it certainly could be. Look at that bitch. It could totally be a clone. My a clone. goodness. Um. Um. My my selection. Uh, for the person who I think takes the title off Goons. Uh, I thought about this uh, recently. Um, we mentioned uh, it, or I did, and we've mentioned on this show how we want to see shows use the secondary titles. You know, we've had uh, certain titles main event shows. A title that hasn't main evented a show yet is the Intercontinental Championship. There's a show coming up in around August in Berlin. Let Goot go in as the champion and defend his title against the man that defeats him, the now soon-to-be former NXT champion, Ilya Dragunov. I don't hate it, especially getting a match with the two of them on the main roster. In, Fucking banger. In Berlin. Yeah, no, fucking banger and a half. Shit, now I kind of want that at WrestleMania. 
I think it's too early for that. And I think Berlin makes the most sense for them because of the wall, the history. Oh, but you can also say that as well. Is that uh, guy still alive? That wrestler? The wall? No, yeah. I think he's dead. Damn. What about Alex Wright? Is he alive? Tuss Wunderkid? Can we get Tuss Wunderkid on Battle in Berlin? Sure, let's go. We'll go to the Unified Tag Team Championship, uh, currently held by Finn Balor, Damian Priest. So that's that's the mother of the baby Lesnar. Wow. So she still lost the gene. It's a clone. Still lost the gene game, by the way. Yeah, so um, Brock and her, um, who was, uh, had, um, it, they had twins. It was Maya, who's who's the female version of Brock Lesnar that is making waves across the internet, and a son named Luke, uh, who plays uh, ice hockey. He and he and Sable had uh, two sons, one named Turk and one named Duke. Duke. So he has Turk, Duke, Maya, and Luke. That's a hell of a a a family right there. There you go. Uh, Oh, my God. Luke Lesnar is fucking hot. Oh, boy. (laughs) Holy shit. We we've lost Joe. What, what what title are we on, Mike? I'm sorry. Uh, the Unified Tag Team Championship. Like, okay, wait, wait. Respectfully, I know, nope. I know you're straight. Nope. But I would lick every one of his abs. <laughs> no. I mean, he's he's built like a fucking brick shit house. So he's also like his face is attractive too. Damn, I I feel so bad for Maya. He didn't get the br- yeah. They're twins. Maya and him are twins. They are. The fuck they are. Uh, she, got from mom. she got none of them. Yeah, my God. Um, okay. He mugged her in the fucking womb. If the- Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Good Lord. Uh, look, so I'm, I'm laughing. Um, just be ready for this week's 3CT Tuesday, 3CT uh, Tuesday podcast. Um, because fucking, in, Maya fucking intern Mark was on one this week, by the way. Just funny. His internet is so bad. Oh, no, no. It wasn't even the internet, man. It was just, he just, I, I don't even, I don't want to give anything away, but um, you'll never laugh at the Cold War more than you will on Tuesday. Okay. Just, that's, that's the tease. All right. Tuesday at midnight, uh, or I guess Monday at midnight, the start of Tuesday, uh, that episode becomes available. Um, okay, if they're not going to split the titles, and, and ideally they would split the titles, Creed Brothers on Raw, but I think these guys will get them on SmackDown. SmackDown! Um, it's the Street Profits for me. I'm just going to go with Creed Brothers overall, taking the unified titles, because... They're getting that fucking Jesus push right now. With arms wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, this seems to happen with tag teams where they get this run, where they come up to the main roster, they win like 13 matches in a row, and then they have a title match and get blown out. Um, so it's being booked like college football? Exactly. 
Florida State. Looking at you, bums. Uh, give me, you know what? Give me a team that won two out of three falls this past week on uh, Raw. Uh, give me Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. I, I, love that I like that too. They're actually really building a great tag division right now, especially on Raw. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. They got to split those tag titles up because the Raw the Raw division is great, and I think you can you can very quickly bolster the one on SmackDown too. And well, have two strong tag divisions, which is something, or just have the tag, just have one tag titles, make oh, new God. tag titles, and just basically have Raw be the tag title show. Well, I, I think try that. I, I think you're inevitably going to get them on both shows because now that they have their own GM in Nick Aldis and, and Adam Pierce, I think we're going to get something. What I would do is I would actually have. Priest and Balor pulled double duty WrestleMania weekend. Defend the Raw titles one night and defend the SmackDown titles the other night. I can see that. All right, so, maybe, maybe, maybe do something where it's like, okay, the top three teams from Raw, the top three teams from SmackDown, and then Judgment Day is the fourth team in a fatal four-way. I like it. <laughs> um, Let's save Roman Reigns for last. Let's go with the World Heavyweight Champion, currently held by uh, Haggis Franklin, Seth Franklin Rollins, Jimothy, CM Punk. I think, I mean, I think it's just going to play out the mania, and, and he's going to get his main event and title win, and flip the bird to Wednesday night. I hope he flips him just. Um, just for the interest of being different, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Cody Rhodes. Ooh. That fits with your WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Show. Um, I was hoping that I could have told you that it was whoever was taking the title off of main event, Jey Uso. Uh, that didn't (laughs) fucking happen because fuck them. That's why. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with Jim here. I think I think this all roads lead to Phil from Chicago. Um, sure, are there other names that could make sense? Drew McIntyre. Oh, there's plenty of names Damian that can make sense. Damian Priest even cashing in. Even Jay Uso. You know, so but uh, I think I think the way that the reaction happened at at Survivor Series, I think to take the title off of Seth now, unless he wins it back. To get to, to, to Phil, I think it'd be doing that entire feud a disservice. So, uh, Seth retains until I, CM Punk. Yeah, I saw somebody with a really interesting theory or like a really good theory on on Twitter. I didn't I didn't remember the account, but they're like you know, because right now, let's say we're getting the bidding war. Punk's gonna be on SmackDown uh, tonight. Um, he's gonna be at Raw on Monday. Um. I think we're going to see him lean towards raw, but like he wants, he's just going to want a match with Seth. Seth is like, Phil, I don't fucking need you, man. I don't want to talk about you. I don't want to look at you. I don't want to think about you. Leave me alone. Punk enters the rumble, wins the rumble. And, uh, then calls a shot on, on Seth. So, um, yeah, I think I thought it was an interesting theory. Um, and last but certainly not least, when it comes to the land of WWE, the WWE Intercontinental Galactic University Championship of the World, held by the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Acknowledge me, Joseph. 
I, once again, my answer is Cody Rhodes. It's just obviously not at the same time as when I think he beats Rollins. I think I think he beats Rollins on the road towards beating Lesnar in about another year and change. Did you see Lesnar? Um, were you I, you were looking at his son? Shut up, you son of a bitch! I'm not looking up his Instagram account. Shut up. My <laughs> nipples are hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Joe's really hard. Here's the deal. Um, my actual answer is Cody Rhodes. Um, in the interest of providing a different answer, uh, Solo Sikoa. Like I think you know, eventually he's gonna he's gonna be the last of those bloodline pieces to fall, and he's going to be the biggest one to fall. Um, because he knows all like he knows everything on how to break Roman down. He's the protector. So, you know, it's like, it's like an inside security job, right? Like he knows all the secrets he's been sent like, and I think this plays, this will play into the story because we're never going to get the Dwayne versus Roman match. He's been sent by Dwayne to protect Dwayne's spot as the true tribal chief. And that's why Solo's the guy to end it. Um, but yeah, my real answer is Cody Rhodes. <laughs> um, you know what? If it's not going to be Cody Rhodes, if it's not going to be uh, Solo Sokoa, um, give, me, g- give me the other member of the bloodline. We main event Jey Uso, you know. Um, I think whenever we walk out of Philadelphia after Jimmy and Jay face each other, and we have that that moment, um, I think that's when the 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 cracks in the foundation of the bloodline become more prominent. Um, so why not have the guy who? Never really wanted to be in the bloodline. Takes the title off the guy in the bloodline. Um, yeah, but that's it. That, that's the WWE. Who uh, who are the next champions? Uh, we'll save Ring of Honor and uh, AEW Aww. for a later uh, a later show. Uh, maybe we'll do those next week with the guys if we get the guys from Three uh, CT come over for the potential auction draft that we're that I'm thinking about doing. Um, Joseph. The final topic, sir. Okay. Um, I had a couple to choose from, but I think I'm going to go with this one for the most real conversation that we could have. I know we're at the end of the year here. This might even be something that we revisit in the awards at mm-hmm. the end, but I think we can have a little bit more of a conversation about it right now. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of new faces in every promotion this year whether they're new to that company or just rookies, you've seen a lot of new faces. If you watch AEW, you've seen like 158 new faces this year. My question to you guys is, who's the breakout star of 2023? In pro wrestling. That's a really good question. Um. And I'm going to say, uh, I, I have multiple answers to this question. So I'm going to give okay. my first one, and then I'll let you guys yeah, discuss. Yeah. My pick is actually going to be, my first pick is going to be for AEW. 
Okay. Um, the character development that this this person has gone through from their time in the Indies, their time in WWE, even their beginning run in AEW, um, the transformation that this this person has gone under, some would say, is timeless. Give me Tony Storm. You know, it's really funny when you were going with that description. I thought you were going with uh, Swerve. Oh, that, that, that's a great answer. That's also. a funny that's thing. A yeah, like answer, both also. of those are very it's fitting and like the exact same explanation. Great answer. I, I, I'm okay with either one of them being the AEW breakout star. Yeah, um, I see that. You know, I, I think both of them have had great years. Um, obviously, Tony winning the the title you know, and leaving the outcasts and, and leaving that shit behind and, you know, now being the, the, the women's champion and, and moving forward. Um, and this, this timeless gimmick that she's been doing recently has, has been so, so entertaining, so better than what she was doing with the outcast. I think Tony's just, is such a good answer. I like that. Um, I know technically he turned heel and started this journey in the last quarter of 2022 but dominic mysterio oh yeah to oh, that's me a great is is you know just 100 percent. like to me is the answer i mean you, you talk you go go back to the pandemic era like the thunderdome shows and look at look at dominic mysterio then um, even a little bit before and, and look at where he is now and like it, it, I can't even believe that that 90 pound dork yeah that we had as like his daddy's little buddy like is is the same fucking guy we have now I mean my, yeah yeah that's valid it's it's unbelievable and like here's the thing like in terms of a wrestler and I understand he he has kind of developed into um, his his in ring abilities a bit more. I mean, he's yeah. now twenty six. I mean, you go back to the pandemic. He's I think when he first came into the WWE, he was like nineteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, well, when he and first came into the WWE, he was like five. Well, th- well, that's yes, that's true. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, right? I mean, very true. Uh, you know, but like, I th- you know, he was he was like twenty or twenty one. And like, you know, so he has obviously, you know, from from 20 to 26, like there is a lot of growing that happens there. But like, I don't think he's he's not really doing anything dramatically different in the ring. It's just the presentation and he's so good at it. Like, this is what he was made to do. And he's so perfect at it. And this Judgment Day thing is so perfect but yeah, to me, it's 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 Dominic Mysterio, and it's and it's not even close, at I least like at least in the WWE for me. I like that. I think for me, the only person who I can make a case for maybe over Dominic, and I really like your reasoning on Dom. But for me, and this might sound crazy, but I think the reason why he deserves this accolade for Breakout of the Year is because a lot of people figured that while they saw the potential in him, maybe even as much as like 10 years ago, it seemed like as the years went on and as, you know, 
to get older and all that. Like it just wasn't going to happen for him on a stage as big as WWE. And you kind of resolved yourself if you were a fan of his or whatever. You were just like, yeah, he's great. He had a big career in this place and that place, but he's just never going to make it all the way. And it is what it is. And then he finally gets into WWE and then it's like, all right, but there's a ceiling here. There's, it's obviously a ceiling. He's never going to make it to the main roster. And then he gets on the main roster and he's got an awful gimmick. And we're like, yep, that, there it is. It's going to be over. And it, he shakes it off. We all get lucky. Vince leaves and Triple H takes over. And he gets the chance to actually just be himself. And the character that he's known for and that he's been a star elsewhere. And obviously I'm talking about L.A. Knight. Because I really feel like this is someone who you went from, like yeah. I said, he was never going to be the biggest thing in WWE. The time, the chance, the window had passed. And here we are in December of 2023. And you can't tell me that he's not at least one of the top five biggest things in WWE. The only reason why he's not the biggest thing is because we have an abundance of riches in WWE right now. You know, like, you put him on, uh, you put this version of LA Knight on the roster back in, like, 2006, he's, like, number two behind Cena. If he doesn't overtake yeah. Cena at some point. You know? You put him on our, the roster today where you've got Roman and you've got Cody and you've got Punk now and you've got Seth. Yeah, it's hard to be anything above top five with all of that. But if you're in the conversation with all those guys... The fact that you're in that conversation where a year ago nobody thought you were going to be anywhere even near that conversation, that's a breakout year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was last year at Royal Rumble he, he was wrestling in the pitch black match. This year? Or this year, yeah, sorry. The, 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 last, yeah, the last Royal Rumble. Like... Not even a calendar year ago. Yeah. And he made it all the way to a match with Roman Reigns. Exactly. Like it's that that's that's insane. Um I mean I don't think I can top either one of those, so just for the art of being different, uh the name that I was going to in WWE um was a great wrestler in NXT. Got moved up to the main roster and had his partner basically ripped away from him. Uh, and ever since then, he's kind of bounced around and done some other shit and, and kind of just been kind of a joke. Um, but the latter half of 2023 has really been a breakout uh, for this guy. And I'll be damned if he's not ready, willing, and Gable. Yeah. Chad Gable in 2023... His work with Alpha Academy, his work with Max, to then the matches with Goonth. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad Gable would have never have had those matches two years ago, three years ago. You know, obviously the injury to um, Jason Jordan really kind of put him in the blender because of you know, losing Jason basically kind of abruptly, like with no real yeah, knowing that it was coming or anything along those lines. Um, so, like, that sucked. Um, and then 
He was teammates with Shelton Benjamin for a while, you know, in the remake of the world's greatest tag team, you know, and he just kind of felt he was really getting lost in the shuffle. And since he's kind of been paired with, with Otis, I know it started as a joke with, with them and the Maxim male models. Um, but Gable really bought into Alpha Academy. And he's really used it to re to reignite the fire that a lot of us fans had for him. So I would be remiss if I didn't say that Chad Gable's on that short list for me in 2023. I yeah. can see that. I feel like that's fair. The only thing that I that I feel is unfortunate with him is that they've clearly gone back to him being more of a comedy act than than kind of the seriousness they've done the last few months. But he's he's almost like that Kurt Angle utility player where like you can go to him to snap your fingers and now he can be serious for the next like four weeks uh-huh. and be in a feud with Gunther uh-huh. or you know like any, anyone that you want to put him in there with like you can you can make him that serious character, but then you can also flip the switch and he's the comedy guy again. So that's cool. I mean, he's even been on NXT lately, I'm pretty sure, or at least Otis has. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, so that's cool. And, like, he's definitely – he's a star, man. Like, he's fantastic. He's definitely – I remember there was a point earlier this year where I'd be very excited for whoever he was going to wrestle on Raw that week. Like, you knew you were getting a Chad Gable match every single week on Raw for about, like, a two- or three-month stretch. Mm-hmm. You knew he was probably losing, but you knew it was going to be the best, like, 10-, 15-minute match on Raw that night. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, it's him versus Seth. Well, he's got no chance of winning, but I can't wait to see what him versus Seth looks like yeah. in the ring. So, like, from an in-ring perspective, yeah, breakout in a year half for Chad Gable. Hands down, yeah. All right, we got any other uh, ones we want to talk about? No, I think, um, like Joe mentioned, when you mentioned Tony Storm, which I wholeheartedly agree with, um, Swerve would be another one in in AEW for sure. Um, Sky Blue um, mm-hmm. has, has really kind of uh, morphed into her own uh, as much as you can in that division. Um, yeah. yeah um, I have one for AEW that's kind of a – off the beaten path way of looking at things. Cause he obviously was extremely popular long before. Well, not long before, but like in the years before 2023. Um, but if you had told me that MJF was going to be one of the top baby faces in pro wrestling, in I was just thinking, I honest to God, I, like I, when I said sky blue, I'm like, I almost said it. There's almost a case for MJF in a way, in a way. Because, like, like he broke out as a face. And I don't know that you could have convinced me a year ago that MJF could have been the face of a company, any company. And he is. And he does it great. He's doing a great job as the top good guy in AEW. Great job. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, I would say, and this this may be an over overstatement, but I'm okay with that. I think he's a better face than Ric Flair ever was as a face. I mean, Ric Flair sucked as a face, so I don't know that really is that bold of a strategy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I I would probably agree with that because I think Ric Flair as a face wasn't really any good. So. Yeah, nobody liked Ric Flair as a face. But nah. that's why like, I think I always kind of thought that if MJF tried to be a face, that would be the way it went. And it's been the opposite. Yeah. 
Ric Flair is just a horrible human being. So. Oh, you ain't kidding. Yeah, you can't be a face when you're flashing your thing. Uh, exactly. We, yeah, when you're when you're when you're doing the helicopter with the the propeller. Yeah. No. Uh, all right, I'm gonna take Joe off the screen so I can type. Uh, wrestlers <laughs> of the week, just because it's gonna be hard for me to yeah, do. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Joe, because I had to take you off the screen, I'll give you the first pick. Um, what's happened in the last week? Wait. Uh oh. Oh, I watched Raw. I watched the end. Uh, Seth Rollins. He got there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. Uh, I am going to take Tony Storm, retain the uh, title against Sky Blue. Uh, Jim? He was number one on my uh, my wrestlers of the week of 3CT this week. I'm going to give it to him um, for this as well. He, uh, it was just announced this week, February 3rd at VCW in Virginia. Uh, EC3 will be defending uh, the NWA World Heavyweight title against my pal, the Boar. Boar uh, is war. Boar is war. Wasn't uh, he like the provolone cheese boar or something like that? The proletariat boar of Moldova. I saw, I saw him wrestle in Brooklyn once. Yeah, man. he uh, he's, he's, he's one of the good ones, man. So and The next time you talk to him, can you ask him if Mike Quackenbush ever touched him in his no-no spot? I will probably not ask him that, but <laughs> good lord, Jesus Christ, Joe. Uh, speaking of no no spots and daddies, I'm gonna take Christian as my next pick. For I thought you, I thought you were gonna take Brock Lesnar's son. <laughs> oh my god, can I wait? <laughs> Joe, I know we 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 talked about uh, Randy Orton and all of his abs and how I think I'm even a little gay for Randy Orton at this uh -huh. point. But like, what are your thoughts on the daddy's back shirt? Is that? Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, it just I mean, it has RKO on the front, I think, and then it says "Daddy's back" on the back. I'll, I'll bring it up real quick while we're sitting here, and I'll get Joe's live reaction to it. Oh my god, I want it to be like my new favorite. The CM Punk stuff is just like the same. Oh, it's so simple. Yeah, it literally is just a T-shirt that says RKO and Daddy's back. Yeah. I kind of love it. Yeah. Uh, the only miss on it is that the front should say "Daddy's front." <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that would be a killer shirt. I'd buy it in an instant. He'd literally buy it in a way. Real talk. My favorite T-shirt they have right now. You know what my favorite T-shirt they have right now is that like I actually really want to get. Can you guess? Uh -oh. It's the Jay who's so eat shirt. No, they, they they had they had to pull it. They had to pull it. There's there's a I think it's an, there's an independent wrestler I believe that has the trademark to eat. No. Yeah. So the eat stuff's dead. It, here's the deal. It's it's probably going to be dead for about two weeks until they literally just pay off some dumb sucker, probably about a hundred thousand dollars, and tell them to go fuck off. Yeah, that's valid. Uh, yeah, don't go yeeting no one that don't need yeeting. <laughs> uh, please, re please refresh. Fucker. I need to remember just to do that before I do. do. What the fuck was that? That was uh, Jay Uso from the do do. Do you feel him, sir? Do do. You feel me? Do do. Do you feel him, sir? <laughs> do you feel him, sir? Do you feel him, sir? You feel me? I really feel like that should have been a shirt. Oh my god, it should have been. 
Do you feel him, sir? I'm shocked it wasn't. I literally, I'm shocked it wasn't. I would have bought two of them. Oh yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you feel him, sir? Absolutely. Um, all right, my final selection for wrestler of the week. I'm trying to figure out where I want to go with this. Um, Luke Lesnar is available. No, pass. Uh, this man retained the GCW World Championship twice in the weekend. Uh, the first time he defeated uh, on, I believe it was Friday night or Saturday night, he defeated Alex Price in a match at the Weber Theater in Hartford. And then in the second match, uh, the next day at the Roulette Intermedium in New York City, he defeated Little Guido Maritana. Give me Blake Christian. Oh, there you go. Well, Little Guido's still wrestling. Yes. And he, and, he, and he had a GCW world title match. Good for him. Hey, two different people named Christian on this list. And I will close it out with... Um... She became the final entrant into the Iron Survivor Challenge, Fallon Henley. All right. You know, it sounds like a um it sounds like a really bad Christmas time joke. Two Christians and a boar. Like two Christians and a boar walk into a manger. Yada yada yada, Jesus is born. And, <laughs> and we've somehow been canceled. Oh, for goodness sakes, Joe. I don't know how. We made it one hour, 20 minutes, and four seconds. The last yep. three minutes and 11 seconds have somehow gotten us canceled. Yep, somehow. somehow. Great. Fucking great. Uh, OnlyFans.com slash uh, Luke Lesnar. You got anything you want to plug? I kind of want to plug Luke Lesnar. Right I knew that was coming. I was just going to finish it, though. I mean, you're not going to cut him off. <laughs> Jim. Um, you can get me at Big Jim Sports. Hit the link tree there. That'll take you to 3CT. Had a lot of podcasts, discussions with the nobody. Uh, all had new episodes this week, so make sure you hit all of those. Uh, please subscribe on all the platforms. Um, social media, YouTube. Like, I'm not... If you want to buy merchandise, the merchandise is there on our public stores. But honestly, what means more is, is subscribing, liking, sharing um from from every platform if you can give us a rate and review awesome if you can share our episodes awesome like that 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 does more for me than the two or three dollars we're gonna kick back from a t public shirt like would love it i'm t- would buy the merch it's all there but man s- the support of the show the likes the shares subscribes that 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 inter- that means more than than anything. That shit's free. Just do it, man. Just do it, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I started this show, and if you're watching at home, if I actually put this episode up on YouTube, I haven't put the last couple episodes up because my computer's kind of been wanky with the amount of time it's taking me to upload them. But we'll we'll try again. Um, I put it here. I don't think this week could suck anymore. Um, you know, I talked to Jim about it beforehand. Joe doesn't know because I haven't really talked about much of anything with anyone over the last couple of days. Um, it's been a rough week for me um, coming into the holiday season. It, it's it's been it's been not so fun. Um, mom's in the hospital. Um, everything looks okay though. Nothing too serious. Hopefully released this weekend. Um, you know. Then I, I 
work last night. Got a phone, got, got a text message a little while ago watching the football game. Uh, that one of my closest friends and uh, a boss of mine uh, unfortunately passed away um, from a heart attack. Kind of random, kind of unexpected. Um, so it's kind of been a rough week for me. Um, so I always say when I'm on this show that I use this as an escape from reality for a little while. Um, so in this holiday season, what I tell you all is if you haven't already, reach out to your loved ones. Tell them that you love them. Be there for them. Be there with them. Um, you know, we as a collective unit, uh, we love you guys for hanging out with us. We love you guys giving us the motivation to keep doing this um, because it's without you guys. We don't do this um, and we don't get to have the fun that we have. So uh, I wrap the show up with that. Um, pick up the phone this weekend. Tell someone that you love them. Otherwise, uh, have a great week, everybody. We'll be back next week for more wrestling talk right here on the Take 3 Wrestling Podcast.